Indian and cowboy, indigenous, independent, and listener-supported, rooted firmly at the intersection between digital media, podcasting, and indigenous storytelling. And welcome to Odopemsu Squewa Kitsigesuguk Metis in Space. Molly Sweenitsiason. Chelsea Valmitsigason. Utusquanik Nitotsen. Mantusakaiknik Nitotsen. I love this. This is this is my favorite viewing experience so far. This is it well, it was kind of it was strange for us because we went into it knowing that we already loved it and yeah. we're going to love it. Yeah. But I think we needed that. We've watched a lot of crap. And, yeah, so much. Know, I, I think I think at this point we've earned the right mm-hmm. to watch something decent and agree. enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um Anyway, not that we're giving it away yet. No, no. Just wait for it. Just wait for it. Yeah, Yeah. come on. Chill. Also, uh, if you bought shirts from us recently, thank you for the shirts. That's so nice. And please, please send a selfie. Although this is kind of like funny because I'm pretty sure that Molly bought all the shirts. I bought like way too many shirts. Yeah. So I, I think there's probably only like one or two of you out there that bought the shirts. So, but yeah. send a selfie. And maybe, you know, if you feel like your selfie could include your face. Nobody sent us a selfie with their face last time. So we were like, this could be you. Or it could be literally anybody <laughs> that you just put the shirt on and then took a picture of. It's okay. So. You don't. You don't have to no, declare no. to the world that you love us. I mean, you are with our shirt, kinda. I guess. I mean, maybe you wear it under like a button up. Maybe. And you, you just feel all love. naughty. You're like, ha 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 ha. Yeah, totally. Nobody yeah. knows that I listen to this geeky, you know, space cast. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. your it's your little secret, and that's okay. We don't mind being your little secret. Yeah, we can we can be your thing on the side. I'm cool yeah. with that. Sweet, but anyway, you know, selfie. Face or not face, I guess is fine. Yep, as long as we see the awesome shirt. Mm-hmm. So we can gaze upon our faceless mm-hmm. things. Also, if you have a not all anthropologist shirt, oh, yeah. and then you take a picture of it with the back, but like in a group of anthropologists. Oh, yes. we, oh please. Yeah. What do you call a group of anthropologists anyway? Like a meddling? A meddling of anthropologists? <laughs> <laughs> so <Probably>. if you. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> All right. So the wine of this evening. Yeah. So we always try to find something vaguely thematic, and then if we can't, we just get whatever you know. We we totally judge judge a uh, wine by its cover. Mm-hmm. You know, the more outrageous the uh, the label, the better. But this is this is an old standard. We know it's a good wine, uh, Le Vieille Femme. And I'm probably pronouncing that wrong because, like, it has like a bazillion vowels, and French vowels are very difficult. But whatever, it's yeah. it's the old farm. Yeah, and it's got that double L that's actually kind of more like, like a, a Y. Year. Yeah, but yeah. It's, but it depends. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, okay, so I'm just gonna like translate it into English this time. So it's uh, basically loyal to our family values. These authentic wines are uh, delicious and balanced. Um, so for more than 40 years, they're considered uh, part of, of, of the best uh, quality wines in the world. But but focus on those family values. Family values. Yeah. Because yeah. that's really what this show is about, family values. Yeah. We're all over those family values. Yeah. Yep. And that's how this ties in. 
Definitely. Eh? Oh, Chelsea, was that a segue? It was. All right. What did we watch today, Molly? Uh, We decided to watch the one, the only, the classic Lilo and Stitch, Mm. uh, where a Hawaiian girl adopts an unusual pet who is actually a notorious extraterrestrial fugitive from the law. I can't believe we kind of didn't get to this earlier, honestly. Yeah. It never crossed my mind. Oh, uh, no, I've been thinking of it for a while, but I was looking for crappy stuff. Right, I was looking for like like just really campy, cheesy stuff. Oh, but there's so much of it. Oh, there is. That's the thing. But yeah. Lilo and Stitch is like it, you know, once you once you have kids, you have this excuse to like watch kids movies over and over and over again. I don't, I don't need an excuse. Yeah, well, I don't know, whatever. Like to to go buy things, I think you do, right? Mm-hmm. Like because I I went and bought like a ton of DVDs when when my kids were young, uh, that I probably wouldn't have spent the money on otherwise, you know, as as an adult. So I, yeah, but Lilo and Stitch by far and away one of my favorite movies. Uh, even though it's a Disney movie, even though there's all sorts of issues with it, but it's just like it's a fun movie. Mm. It's a fun movie, and I love so much about it. So let's yeah, get into it. And it is yeah. kind of like a shining gem in the midst of so much unbelievably racist Disney crap. Yes. Yeah. D- yeah. Disney is definitely one of these perpetrators of like just really awful, awful portrayals of indigeneity. Mm. Um, so it's kind of nice to see this where you have like a modern portrayal. You have modern Hawaiians. That's never addressed, though. Like, they never yeah. really address the fact that these are indigenous peoples. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not talked about at all. Mm-hmm. It's it's just, you know... It just is the thing. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think for a lot of people, um, you know, you don't... A lot of people don't really think of Hawaiians as being indigenous. Uh, I think it's. I think that you're looking at me strange. Like, what are you talking about? But no, really. Like, I think. I think it's becoming more of a thing. I think with some of the recent like uh, um, protests that have been happening, you know, um, more about people. Are, Kea, yeah, think. more yeah. people are aware of this. But I think for a long time, like, you know, people just think of Hawaii as like a. It's it's a part of the United States, so it's relatively affluent and it's a it's a vacation destination, and the people there are a mixture of all sorts of you know backgrounds. Right, and right. You they, don't they really got, think they about got them. Fully assimilated. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not really. You know, yeah Yeah, and it's it's one of those sort of like disappearing myths right like they just they're they were there but they're not there anymore right but or they are and that's why you can go to the luau and Mm. see people throw poi and blah 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 yeah and and you see the same thing happening you know throughout puerto rico same thing there's no indigenous peoples there there's no indigenous peoples in the caribbean like there's this idea that the you know those people are just wiped out and it's as though as though like the 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 rest of us the only reason that we're surviving is because we had so much space yeah 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 yeah. that's actually the reason we were able to run and hide better or something like that but everybody through like mestizaje were like you know bred out or something mm. which is you know another way we disappear yeah but totally untrue so that yeah I, I think i think for that reason this movie you know sort of is mainstream in the sense that it just it doesn't address that they're not really you know and they're just they're just kind of quirky and ethnic that's yeah. it yeah totally yeah and it that also kind of like to a certain extent explains you know a lot of the the challenges that they're having you know, yes like the poverty and the trouble mm. finding a job and all of this is kind of explained through the, the racialization of this, this yeah. family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All right. Anyway, yeah. But there were lots of good things about it, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. And this is a tearjerker for me. Even as I describe some of these things, I might have to wipe away a glistening tear that isn't there because of pollution or people throwing garbage on the side of the road. It's going to be there because there's some deep feelings in this. Deep, yeah. deep feelings. I might feelings also, so deep yeah. that you might need to to double wield dream catchers to yeah. to deal with this. Yeah, Just Chelsea like, gave me this really nice, beautiful <laughs> box today uh, that opens kind of like like a almost like a book that's been made into a box or something. Like it opens on the side and on the front. There's this 
really, truly, uh, you know, beautiful, authentic-looking Native woman uh, wearing, you know, a nice beaded medallion and fringed buckskin dress, and she's got a little midriff showing, you know, as we do. As we all do. Uh, and she's double-fisting she's double dreamcatchers. With, yeah. Thrown out to the side as though she's going to jump off a cliff and glide <laughs> away on them. With her head thrown back. Oh my god, hover dream catchers? That would be that would so be amazing. Sick, right? Maybe that's originally what they were for. It's like it's like Iron Man, oh, right? But yeah, like, you just gotta like catchers. hold them out and then whichever way they face, it like it pushes against. So if yeah. you wanna go forward, you gotta like face them backwards and propose yeah. forward. Except that, you know, they didn't last because you had to be asleep to use them. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so sure. it was it was very mm. you know, you had to be really, really advanced to be able to actually use yeah. us. She clearly is though. Yeah. And then of course there's three wolves mm-hmm. in various stages of getting ready to howl. Right. But uh, huge. Mostly just their heads. Yeah. Yeah. Like like massive. Like probably they're like at least 150 feet tall mm-hmm. in real life mm-hmm. wolves. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Chelsea was like, I don't want this piece of crap box. And I was like, <laughs> Are you kidding? This was this was a joke uh, wedding gift. And it's been sitting on and, and the thing is like I'm so embarrassed by this. <laughs> Because, you know, everybody's got that aunt or uncle who has this stuff in earnest. I was going to say, like, this this looks like the kind of box that you're, like, weird, somewhat hermity bachelor <laughs> uncle would have and yeah. he'd keep his pipe and his, like, yeah. stash yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Or, or you have some, you know, sort of the same image but painted on black velvet, you know, above the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I, I've been embarrassed about it, so I, I, but I really like the wood of the box. So yeah, I sort nice. of, like, I always have something on top of it so nobody, like, accidentally <laughs> sees it. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's just too much. It's got to yeah. go. Uh, yeah, I think I might do some, um, artistic, uh, <laughs> Um, I guess like additions to there it we go. potentially, um, yeah. but I'm I'm really happy to have it. That's that's great. I don't know what I'm going to put in here well, yet. You can you can put all your hopes and dreams. I will. Yeah, I'll I'll have my I'll have my miniature uh, flying dream catchers. All right. Yeah. The Sounds ho- good. The hover catchers <laughs> that I can build later. Anyway, ancient technology. So that's that's looking over our, our show today. Yes, that's yeah. in the spirit of giving. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so this show opens up. We're uh, we 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 see this strange sort of. Um, uh, tribunal happening where you've got all this these these assorted interesting looking aliens and i, I like the aliens mm-hmm. here because they're all sort of like vaguely uh familiar animals yeah they're they're like cute enough for kids they're not yes. scary right so you have yeah uh the the main one uh, this this woman who is sort of in charge of everything um doesn't really look like anything but you've got like the the huge like sort of shark alien You've yeah. got armadillo aliens. You've yeah, got like dino a t- aliens. Yeah, all the cops are like dinosaurs or sharks. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And yeah. then later on, you see like a tiger alien and and like kind of like a pig sort of alien. Yeah, like, yeah. like really cute. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's there's a tribunal going on, and this is galactic, the Galactic Council. Yeah, it looks a little bit like um, the I guess like the the Federation or whatever it is in like the Star Wars, the new episodes of Star Wars when they get everybody. In, in the, the yeah, like what it's like a circle the together, yeah, and they're all like all up on the walls, yeah. and it's obviously like very huge and a very big deal, yeah. Uh, but uh, essentially, this evil scientist is on trial for doing genetic experiments and creating this kind of like genetic monstrosity. Is, is do you think he, was that a Russian accent? It's kind of Russianish. Uh, yeah, I don't even somewhat Eastern European, Eastern European, right? Because like when you yeah. go for like evil genetic experimentation, you don't go with an American accent. No, no, despite all of sense. the history. Of genetic experimentation of utterly and being a thing. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's it's always other. It's got to be Eastern Europeans, right? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's uh, you know, this evil scientist is kind of like this huge, sort of scary looking, but also sort of roly poly yeah. looking guy with four eyes, and he's, you know, he loves being an evil scientist. Clearly, he's like stoked about it. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I was really impressed by the way that he really he he really loved his job. Like, yeah, he really that's yeah, his a lot of job satisfaction there. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I guess you know, evil scientists. I guess he probably do. You well, know, you do it for the science, and yeah. he probably doesn't think of himself as evil. You I mean, know? no, he's, he he's said just he prefers a scientist. evil scientists. Well, that's true. He does. Yeah, but you know, maybe no, he owns that's it. probably just I think like most don't. No, that's no. the thing is, I think most are like, no, don't call me evil. I'm it's pure science. Yeah, I'm a I'm a scientific pioneer. There we go. That's why I do all these horrible experiments on people yes. with no anesthesia. Yeah. Also, they're you know they're people of color and black people, indigenous people, so they can't really feel pain anyway. Right. Anyway, um, so there's this really kind of bizarre scene right at the beginning where you realize how kind of like militaristic and punitive this galactic federation is you know where they wheel out this kind of genetic monstrosity uh who is obviously stitch um of this main character and they're calling him an affront to nature uh he has to be destroyed um you know like what is that monstrosity they're all totally shocked yeah abomination and yeah they keep yeah. using these really really loaded terms yeah super super yeah. loaded uh you know they're, they're essentially not even giving him a chance. You know, it's yeah. like, kind of like a kangaroo court. They wheel him out in this, you know, cage, essentially, and then make him perform for them. Yeah. Uh, and, and so we find out these are some of his uh, his superpowers, right? So he's bulletproof, fireproof. Um, he can he can lift things that are 3,000 times his own size. Uh, he, he's, his, only, like, his only, like, purpose is to destroy everything that he touches. He thinks faster than a supercomputer. So he's just like, he's a, he's a weapon. He's a weapon. Yeah. Uh, which is never actually outright said. Mm. It's just like he he's like this genetic abomination. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like very, very naturalized that he is like this. And that scientist, you know, it's it's not because he's created a weapon. It's You know, it's not because of that. And I think part of that is because they live in this really militaristic yes. society where they do have very advanced weaponry. Yeah. It's more like he's, you know, the issue is that he's created a living being. Yes. Not that he's created a living weapon. Right. Um, which they don't really get into, but I found kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, they decide that he's going to be, I guess, like marooned on a desert asteroid and he's, you know, put in this, uh, well, but first they yeah. say, you know, give us some signs, something, you know, oh, right. let us know that something inside you is good. And he says something back to them in an alien language that is obviously so, you know, unspeakably vile that it causes a robot to vomit. Yeah. Like, uh, like all of these aliens are like fainting and this yeah. robot starts vomiting yeah. like nuts and bolts. I, <laughs> I want so to funny. know what he could have possibly said. That would have created that reaction. Because I, I want, I want to have that in my back pocket. You know, like think about that for a second. If you're in a situation where you need to get out of there, right? And if you could just say something so cutting and vile that people vomit, and it gives you the chance to get away, right? Yeah. And you could also, you know, you could use that for, I guess, like less than pure purposes. Also, True. like you know, you're you're standing up there next to like I don't know Ezra Levant. He's mm-hmm. about to give a speech. Oh yeah, and you say you the just thing. Lean over, whisper it, a little yeah. whisper, and all of a sudden he starts vomiting everywhere. Yeah. And that's it. No, nobody has to listen to Ezra. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome, everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you know what that phrase is, mm-hmm. uh, I don't like, know how it's you... like the Monty Python joke that yeah. kills everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know how you'd be able to tell us that phrase because it would make us sick. Wouldn't it make you you vomit as well? But I, Stitch is just so powerful, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's it. Hmm. That's maybe one of his. You know, he can't be killed by fire. He doesn't vomit at the vomit joke phrase, phrase joke. thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, so yeah. So you know, they decide that he's said some dirty words, so he's completely irredeemable, I guess. Uh, And he gets, you know, he's supposed to get sent to this asteroid. Uh, And they take his genetic material and they insert it into these huge guns. Huge guns. That they keep pointed at him. Yeah. uh, When he's like kept um, confined. Yeah. Which doesn't even make any sense. But I mean, I know it's a cartoon, but he's hanging upside down in this thing. And these huge guns are like cross 
pointed at him. And if if they if they fired, they would like they would shoot each other. But whatever. Whatever. What do I know? Disney. What do I know? Also, what do you know about alien technology? I it nothing. could be anything, right? Yeah. It doesn't I mean, have to have any sort of continuity. No. It's a great thing you, about aliens. Whenever you don't have an answer for anything, you just blurt out alien technology. Yeah. We we don't do that though. No. Ever. No. No. Not us. Not us. All right, so uh, so uh, obviously Stitch escapes in kind of like this amazing way where he hucks a huge loogie <laughs> and the gun starts shooting the loogie instead, and then he spits it on one of these cops. Yeah, which I was like, that was great. That was so great. Yeah. The cops are kind of like this cute little shark who's clearly just a bureaucrat shark. Yeah, totally. Um, and so he's like, "Oh no!" And you're supposed to feel bad for him, but I was like, "Get it, get the cop." <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then Stitch escapes, uh, steals a police car. The red one. Yeah, which is sweet. Uh, and it's clearly, like, the Corvette of yes. the police cars. Um, and then, you know, they have, there's this big space battle, and he goes into hyperspace, I guess. Yep. Uh, the warp drive or whatever. Um, and manages... Totally recklessly. Like, oh, yeah. no navigation, just has no idea where, he, where he's going, but he doesn't care. Right, he's just, yeah. he's, he's set on escaping. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so he lands on Earth, which they all call E-Earth. E-Earth. Which was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and it's also, it, according to them, it's also their Area 51. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they're like, what, well, what's on E-Earth? Uh, let's just gas the whole planet. Mm. He's too dangerous. We'll gas the whole planet, kill everything, and, you know, uh, yeah. grab him. And this, you know, weedy little, like, <laughs> scientist dude runs up and is like, no, no, you can't do that. You can't kill everyone. Like... There's an endangered species on that planet, like the wonderful mosquito. <laughs> and know. humans are their food source. And he talks about how, how delicate humans are, that every time an asteroid hits a planet, you know, we have to start over. So, mm. yeah, don't do, don't do that. You can't, you can't gas the planet. So he, he's Mr. Plinkley? Plinkley? I didn't really get the name. Whatever. He's, he's just a weedy little spaghetti guy. With a, one eye. One eye. And some, like, tentacles. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's and, and, that, he's, like, and he's, he's voiced by one of the, the kids from the hall. I just, oh. I don't remember which Oh, one. the curly haired guy. Yeah, yeah, the guy yeah. with the dark curly hair. Yes. Kevin, Kevin, Kyle, Kyle or Kevin. Oh, I don't remember. And he's in the, so ca- the Caroline music video for Outcast. Oh. Have you ever seen that video? No. He's the one who like comes in, he's the teacher and he's like, you know, they're like speaker box. And he's like, I don't want no speaker boxes in here. And then he's like, the love below. And he's like, no love belows. And then they're like, but anyway. Okay. Well, I'm definitely going to watch that after. Yeah. But that yeah. was, that was, yeah, that guy. Anyway, you know, yeah. that guy. Yeah. He's got a very distinctive voice. Yeah. Unless you're in the Netherlands, unless you're one of our listeners in the Netherlands, in yeah. which case maybe you don't know kids and in the hall. But you should check him out. You should know kids yeah. in the hall. Yeah. You should check it out. Uh, so anyway, so he's like, no, no, you can't do that. It's, it's mosquitoes. Uh, they're, you know, and he's like, he's that bleeding heart environmentalist, yes. you know, and oh my clearly gosh. the galactic counselor is like, who cares about this endangered yeah. species? Like, yeah. I wish I didn't have to do this, but she's got to save face. And well, and, and also regulations. We yeah. learn later on that these aliens are really, you know, they, they really take uh, laws seriously. And so this is a, you know, a preserve basically, you know, you yeah. can't, can't mess with it. So they have to go in a little bit more quietly, uh, meaning they have to send this, uh, the scientist to uh, to sort of oversee the operation because the person they need to send is the creator of Stitch, the yeah, the, the evil the scientist. scientist. Yeah, yeah. Who you know? Then they they go through because they're you know who are we going to send? Are we going to send? Does Stitch have a brother? Does Stitch have a cousin? Does Stitch have a neighbor with a beard? I love that line. <laughs> neighbor with a like, beard? No. And they're walking through this massive, massive oh, yeah. prison complex. Yeah. Like just looks absolutely yeah. dystopian, horrible. Just like hundreds and hundreds yeah. of you know, and obviously they're all like 
quote unquote crazy or like yeah they know, keep throwing that around there's a lot of that yeah there's yeah. A, there's a lot a lot of that and it's it's really surreal but it's like it becomes more and more clear throughout this movie that these aliens are just like they're super carceral and they're super militarized yes. and they like they do not give an f oh man I, this is not a society i want like if this is the future count me out yeah seriously it's really really awful yeah we're a lot better off without those people visiting yes. for sure yes uh, so yeah, so they send in the evil scientist and the mosquito expert, and it's pretty clear from the beginning that they're going to be totally incompetent. Yeah, but, but it's great. Yeah, but it's fine. So that's kind of like the the, the prologue. Yeah. yeah, and then the opening scene uh, is like really great, and it just like opens up, and there's this beautiful song in Hawaiian, which I think Chelsea, you know more about that song. Yeah, it's Hey Mele No Lilo. So it's actually like written. It's it's a it's a song for Lilo. Uh, and, and it's, yeah, I just love that song. So you can look it up and you can look up the translation of the lyrics too. And you can see like live people dancing to it as well. It's, I love that song. It's ridiculous, but I just, every time it comes on, I'm just like, oh. And so you see like, uh, you see this little girl like swimming in the ocean and there's a fish and there's a sandwich in the ocean. And then she runs out and she's dripping wet and she grabs her bag and she's running. She's obviously in a hurry. And, and you see like these cut scenes of like, of women dancing, doing a traditional dance to the, to the song. Um, you know, and, and, uh, and then the, the little girl stops because she sees this tourist, like this large tourist, uh, who's, who's so supremely like sunburned. He's got this like a huge tank top sunburn. Yeah. Like just is so pale. And then all the rest of him is so red. Yeah. Like, it's, like you know you know you've seen it you know you know it. exactly what it looks like and uh, i love the fact that he doesn't even really have a face he just has eyes or something you know like yeah yeah but she she stares yeah and she, and she stops and she just like she's like wow you know and she takes out her camera and she she gets into you know the perfect position and snaps a picture of him and uh, and then she runs off again and so there's these little girls who like come out onto the stage they're dancing too wait wait can we talk about that cuz they only bring that up a couple times what? but it's it's the it's the return of the gaze like it, it, it's not really ever delved into, but it's oh like, the pi- the pictures the pictures yeah I was gonna talk yeah. about it later but oh, yeah okay, yeah yeah the pictures yeah. are just you know it's you know she has she ends up having this collection of them and they never yeah. really talk about why this is a thing I love the I love her pictures for a couple of reasons because okay, it's like go for it. okay f- so the first one is body positivity right all of the people that she shows you're supposed to look at them and be like oh they're fat they're you know they're they're mm-hmm. they're in weird positions they're not really like photogenic and everything and she's and, and she says and completely earnestly like aren't they beautiful you know and she's she's looking at them as as, not as like as like things to deride she's she really like sees the beauty in these people and and takes these portraits right Mm. and then yes and then you have the other part of it yeah they're all white people yeah they're all all white people people, they're all tourists and and like in kind of one of the places in the world that is known for kind of like this exotification of of like the culture and the people around and she's like fully just reversing that gauge yeah as like a like you know like a young girl yeah just like taking that and just kind of like throwing that back and it's, like, it's wow kind of aren't you guys things. exotic yeah like, why why are you so pale whoa i need to like you know i need to put these up and yeah. then like you know tell my sister about them yeah, and they're like, so beautiful aren't they interesting yeah yeah i like that it's so a good lot. but it's i think it's one of those things that like the indigeneity it's never discussed right but it's kind of subversively in there yes to to hopefully make people think about it but yeah it's one of the, yeah it's one of the things that i really liked about this movie there's also a fair amount of use of like uh indigenous language throughout this just sort of mm. peppered in really sort of like you don't you don't really notice it it's just like little exclamations like you know how we would go like wah wah you know they 
got their own Hawaiian like wah wah, you know, and stuff like that. But it's it's throughout, and it's not it's not put out there in an awkward way. Uh, it's just sort of like part of how they talk, mm. you know, like that yeah. that part is there. So yeah, and that was cool. Yeah. Uh, that was like super super cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, and it happens, you know, she's, she's running towards this dance class. Uh, she's grabbing her stuff and like, as she's running, she's kind of, she's pulling on her grass skirt and she's pulling on, you know, her top. Um, and you know, she manages to get in there just in time. And even though she's dripping, dripping wet, and then they're, they're all dancing together. And then at the end, of course, you know, one of these little girls slips in the water and then they all kind of fall in this big pile. Um, and her dance teacher's like, oh my God, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, like, yeah. Lilo, why are you all wet? And and she she has this great explanation. So Lilo, I think how how old do you think she is? I'm I'm thinking around like six. Six. Yeah, she's really really young. And what I really loved about Lilo, uh, like if you have kids, Lilo is a great character because she really thinks like a kid, you yeah. know? Um, and, and so she's, she's talking about, you know, why is she late? Well, there's this fish that she has to feed every day with a peanut butter sandwich. There was no peanut butter left in the house. So she, uh, she asked her sister, what can I feed the fish? And she said tuna. And she's like, I can't feed tuna to a fish, you know? Don't you know what tuna's made <laughs> out yeah, of? Yeah. She, and, and to her, you know, all of this is totally logical and it is actually if you follow her thoughts right so she's like i can't feed fish to a fish i would that would be an abomination and she's getting all upset and then the teacher's just like the teacher is totally focused on you know like you're late you're you're soaking wet you're not where you're supposed to be like he's not really listening to this because this is just a little kid being weird right yeah but it's really important, I think, when you watch this movie to really listen to Lilo because Lilo, Lilo expresses her own thoughts in a certain way, but she also constantly is expressing what other people have said to her, right? Yes. She's repeating what other people have said to her. So her entire like conversation with Stitch throughout this is what yeah. people say to her. And she's now she's like being the adult to Stitch. And so, and, and that's what kids do. Mm. Like, you know, you're getting through to kids or you're, you're doing, you know, you know what kind of message you're sending kids when you hear your kids talking to younger kids or to their, their, you know, their dolls or whatever, when they're like playing, mm. if they're like, if they're like, okay, we, you know, we have to worry about your safety, cleanliness and health. And you're like, okay, that's getting through. If it's like, <laughs> if you don't be quiet, I'm going to smack you. You're like, Wow okay yeah. <laughs> you know maybe you've got to rethink got to rethink how things are going here. exactly exactly yeah. but so i think yeah. like lilo that was the thing that i you know and i think to, to a certain extent like that's what really makes me emotional about this movie yes. too is because lilo really is the most authentic child of yeah. any i think like basically any movie i've ever seen yes like you know whether or not they're you know it's live action or mm-hmm. animated like lilo was you know they wrote her character oh, spot yeah. on yeah you know this isn't any like fake Richie Rich sort of situation like she's a real kid yeah yeah and they they hit that really really well which is why I like am constantly crying through this movie <laughs> yeah. um if you work with kids you're gonna like yeah if you work with kids and you haven't seen this movie I don't know what you're doing yeah but also like if you work with kids and then you watch this movie you're just gonna be a mess yeah 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 Ugh. um okay so she tells the story and all the other girls are just looking at her and one of them like calls her a name and calls her crazy yeah, yeah. And, and so lilo like goes off and just whacks her in the nose in my favorite scene of this movie yeah i know violence is not the answer but, no, she, but this is like this is like a ginger yeah this is like a ginger white girl clearly is the one who like you know has you know she has these like nice glasses yeah. she has a really nice teeth like she's clearly like the queen bee of this group yeah and like 
obviously super white and is just like, you're crazy. And Lilo yeah. just like leaps on her and, and just, just pounds, pounds her. her, just pounds <laughs> her. And I, every time I see it, I'm just cheering. I'm just like, yeah, you know, like I don't like, actually want my kids to pound anybody, No, but I do want my kids to not put up with any of that crap. No. And like, but you also, you remember back, you remember mm-hmm. all those, those, those little moments, you yep. know, where like you just needed to do that yeah. and you couldn't do that. Yeah. And then Lilo does it Lilo for just you. Goes mm. off. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, she even, she, she bites her. Yeah. And, and what I like about this is because, uh, at the beginning, like when it was the aliens, right? Stitch bites the, the shark guy, the yeah, shark yeah. captain. And he goes, does this look infected? And then, uh, and then Lilo bites this little girl and, and she's, you know, later on, she's like, does this look infected? You know? So it's kind of like that parallel between them both, mm. like both of these monsters, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so the teachers, you know, the teachers kind of like, Lilo, you can't do that. You know, no fighting. We've talked about this and he seems about to let her off. And then this white girl's like, oh, she bit me. And then yeah. Lilo has to go sit out on the porch. Yeah. And wait for Nani. Yeah. Her sister, Nani. Her sister. To, yeah. To oh yeah. We did her. learn that she was her sister then. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, all the other kids get let out from dad's class and Lilo, of course, doesn't wait on the porch because, you know, when you're a kid, you're not going to wait yeah. on the porch. Especially uh, after that, that whole humiliating thing. Yeah, so so Lilo runs runs after uh, this this group of little girls who are all holding these, like, nice, beautiful, sort of, like, Barbie-looking yeah. dolls. You know, are you guys going to go play dolls? I'm sorry I bit you. Um, no, she doesn't apologize Oh, yet. yeah, no, yeah. that's later. But she, yeah. you know, are you guys going to play dolls? I have a doll, and she pulls out this, like... Homemade Homemade, doll. like, really kind yeah. of, like, a little bit gross-looking doll. And yeah. all the other girls are, like, recoiling, being like, oh, what the hell's that? Yeah. She's like, you know, I made I made her, and, you know, her, her head's, head's too, too big. big. But it's because she got infected with brain parasites yeah. through the ear. And, yeah. you know, she's explaining this whole story. She's and got then, such a great imagination. Yeah, and then yeah. all these kids, she looks up, and, of course, all these girls have run away. Yeah. And that's the first moment where I'm just like, ooh. Because there's this, you know, she's got a great imagination and, and it's like, it, maybe it's a little gross, but you know, it's it's a beautiful little story that she's telling, right? Like, she's like, it's not perfect, but I'm going to, I'm going to create a narrative where it's, you know, she, she humanizes this doll and like, Mm. she's only got a few days to live. And like, you know, she's giving it depth that probably like these girls playing with their Barbie dolls don't don't get to because the queen bee is like no 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 we we're gonna play no, this, this way is, this is how this is yeah yeah and so yeah and so they're all gone and so she's like she yeah. gets mad at her doll and she throws it down and yeah. she runs after them and then she comes back for it and hugs it and it's like i'm sorry and like yeah yeah oh it's yeah. so cute she, she has so many emotions and her little body can't handle it yeah and that's that's the kid thing yeah that is the kid thing yeah. that's what kids are yeah just bundle of emotions yeah yeah, so, okay, so things not going well. So she she goes home. Um, and then her sister shows up uh, where she's supposed to be, finds her gone, and is like, oh, God, you know, where where is she? And runs home, because, you know, she, <laughs> my little six-year-old sister's on the loose. She gets there, and Lilo is... Oh, no, uh, wait, wait, she, she's running. Oh, yeah. She's running as fast as she can. Because she's panicked. Yeah, so yeah. she runs across the street, and this car almost hits her. Yeah. And she, you know, she gets so mad. She's like, how, you know, kicks the, kicks yeah. the front of the car. Is like, screw you. I think she calls it like a stupid head or yeah. something like that. Keeps running. I, and I've, man, been there, been there. And, and I've actually even been in this situation where you, you do that. You don't think about it. And later on, it comes back and bites you in the ass. Oh no. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she, yeah. So she gets there and Lilo has nailed the door shut, is laying on the floor, staring at the ceiling, listening to Elvis. So emo. It's so great. It's so great. I like, I've been there. Yeah. I think I've been there with Elvis. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like Suspicious Minds plays at one point later in the movie. And like, I'm pretty sure I've laid on the floor and listened to Suspicious Minds staring at the ceiling. Yeah. And, and so 
you know, Nani, the sister is like, try, you know, she's like, the social worker is coming today. You got to let me in. And, and and it's exactly like, this is the situation. When you're the adult. This is, this is where it gets just the realist. Yes. When you're an adult and and, and it's it's an emergency situation like that, you can't rush the kid. You, you Like, no. you need to. You absolutely need to. You need the kid to do what you need them to do. But you have, that's when you realize you simply don't have the power to force them to rush or to do what you need them to do. Like you, you have to develop a relationship with a kid so that they, you know, they, they do things, uh, that, that keep them safe, that keep them healthy. Um, but you can only control that to some extent. And when the shit hits the fan, like, boom, you realize this is another autonomous human being and I cannot force them to do what I need them to do. Yeah. And that's it. And, and there's all this stuff where they're like, you know, people believe that you have to control your children and you have to like, you have to, uh, you know, discipline them until they do what you say. But like, let's just be real. These are human beings from day one and you yeah. don't get to tell human beings what to do. Yeah. I mean, you can try, but you can't actually control them. Yeah. I, I think like an alternate title to this movie could be Nani has a really stressful week. Because mm, mm-hmm. Nani, Nani is obviously like, oh. she gets it. She obviously so gets it. Yeah. And like, you know, when you have, I think like when you were dealing with kids like Lilo, because Lilo, honestly, she's like, she is, she's a real kid. Yeah. Basically. Like yeah. she's written so well. Yeah. Um, you know, she, you know, it's just that like, she's like, it becomes clearer and clearer that she's doing the absolute best she can. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, like your life is, is fully intertwined with this other being. And yeah. if this other being, you know, has to come first and that's yeah. what ends up happening yeah there are there are like so many opportunities for her to just bring the hammer down and she never does no exactly you know and this is this is one of the things that like i think that like to a certain extent is subversive about this movie yeah is it brings in these kind of indigenous parenting concepts that are so foreign in a lot of white parenting but and she gets punished for it oh yeah and, and that's and that's exactly how it by goes. the system yes yes by like by social yeah by no, social services social, social services welfare, yeah. Uh, also by just like the capitalist system, yes. you know, she gets fired from her job. She can't find another job. Yep. Like, you know, just like being a good parent, being a good loving parent, this poverty. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who, who does mm. put the needs of the child first is, is seen as like actually harmful to the child, mm. which is like really, really messed up. And so I think it, I think this movie actually does a good job of sort of, you know, um, looking at that and being like, you know, this outcome's not good this outcome is yeah. not good we have to change that yeah. so and also like also just this this whole next scene like it really makes it just oh. so clear how circumstantial this yes. stuff can be and how like when you're when you're in that system especially if you're a single indigenous parent in yeah. this a single indigenous woman yeah. parent in this system like you're already screwed yeah 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 you're you've, already you've been judged. so screwed yeah no you would have to be absolutely perfect and then even then it might and and so this is why this this movie really really hits home for me mm. because it's very much about interactions between um you know uh families and 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 child services basically and so it's you know you, you think about like um sort of some of the some of the habits that that you develop over time intergenerationally to deal with this. So one of them is that the fact that like, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of native women feel really, really, uh, stressed out about keeping their houses absolutely clean. And, and I don't think that, I mean, this is obviously not just indigenous women. I think this is like poor women of any marginalized background, mm. right. Is, is like, cause be, you know, social workers come and visit your house. And if your house is like, you know, unkempt or untidy as it is when you have children, right. It's always going to be a bit messy. Um, but you know, they judge you. They're like, okay, it's slovenly. You know, you, you're yeah. not taking good care of your kids. Neglect. Neglect. Yeah, 
it's neglect and neglect check, is the number check, one check, reason check. that that kids are removed from from indigenous households and neglect mm-hmm. is generally defined um you know by by living in poverty by it's being poverty. In, yeah in in, yep. in, in uh, like crowded conditions and, and that's and that's the other thing like yeah. i don't know if you've ever been to somebody's you know like a, a middle or upper middle class person's house who has young kids whose house is clean it's freaky. No, it's a scary, scary environment. Yeah. It's yeah. And it's like I've it, had I've had friends whose houses I've been to and their houses just looked like museums. Is and do they have someone to touch anything? Okay, do they have someone cleaning for them or is it just I mean, that they're like, you know, you don't get to play? Probably both, yeah. honestly. Like, but it's you know, it's like it's not a good environment to yeah. be a kid in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's part of part of what being a kid is, is like you know, coming into the realization that like keeping things relatively tidy is good mm-hmm. and like, you know, valuable and, it, you know, it makes you feel good to clean up about yeah. things and that, but kind not of because thing. you're but worried not. about getting taken away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's just it. It's like, yeah. you know, not, not, you know, do you don't have to keep your house like messy, but yeah. also like mess happens when you have kids and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. a thing. But... And sometimes you don't worry about the mess and you just take care of your kids. Yeah. 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 Which Nani is clearly, that is the thing. Yeah. And Lilo's nailed the door shut. Right. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> so yeah. So Nani's just like, like, you know, she, she tries nicely asking her to open the door and everything and tells her like the social worker's coming, you know, so she explains the situation, why it's urgent. And then finally she's like, ah, I'm going to like shove you in a blender and I'm going to push puree. And, and, and when the social worker gets here, I'm going to feed it to him. And I'm going to, and when he says, mm, what is this? I'm going to say, you know, how, how did you make this? She's going to say, I, I, I'm going to say it was made with and then the social workers there kind of you know pushes her with his boot and she comes out and she's like with with love love. (laughs) yeah so she got caught right and here's the thing so that that really i really identified because i've actually had uh words used against me um you know where you like you make a joke like ah you know like oh these kids you know you know like and uh and i've had somebody actually use those words against me and where it it actually got dangerous like so you if if you're in that situation you can't you know your your house has to be absolutely clean your kid has to be totally weirdly robotically adjusted and you can't ever lose your cool and say things that you don't mean Mm -hmm. ever 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 because those words will be taken out of context and you and people will act like you would actually do that you know like it's 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 uh it's weird yeah and and scary it's really scary because i mean we're talking about losing your kids for for those things Mm. right so yeah and this movie actually hits all those points right because later on you know it's it's this whole kind of like slapstick of everything that could go wrong during the social worker visit goes wrong you know she's you know i just wrote it's a bad day for the social worker to come over because she you know at the end she can't get the front door open so she says oh just come around back she has to climb over the balcony railing like break a window or something yeah go through all the entire back door and how many times have you broken into your own house yeah (laughs) yeah and then she can't get through the back door so she goes around breaks when you hear all this crashing finally she opens the door uh, you know, there's something boiling over Lilo and smoking. Had, yeah, Lilo had put something gross in the on the stove. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, then, you know, uh, the social worker who is like this huge, like, dude with these huge sunglasses on in yeah. this big suit. He looks like he's CIA. You literally, he is CIA. Yeah. Uh, you know, is bending down like, Lilo, how are you? And, she, you know, she puts on this big, huge, fake smile. Yeah. And launches into her practice speech. Yeah, and then you hear Lilo, or uh, you see Nani in the background kind of giving her these, like, hand signs. Yeah, coaching like, her. Yeah. You know, I eat four, and, you know, she's holding up her fingers, like, four food groups every day, and I go to school on time. And, you know, and then, like, Nani's obviously trying to do, like, I feel really strong and healthy. And so yeah. she, like, kind of, like, puts up a, kind of, like, a muscle. Yeah. And <laughs> Lilo goes... 
And I get disciplined. I get disciplined every day, sometimes five times a day. And now he's going, no, yeah. no. With like, bricks. With bricks and, and a, a pillowcase. Case. Oh, gosh. Just like everything yes. that could possibly go wrong goes yeah. so wrong. And, you know, it, it just becomes so clear that, like, Nani is completely powerless in yeah. this situation. There's, she there's has, nothing she there's can do. There's nothing she no. can do. Yeah. Like, her, like, the only thing that she can do is do her absolute best to set the stage and maintain a performance. Yeah. And if you can't do that, you're, you're just done. You're out. Yeah. And I have written here, like Lilo's this normal, weird little girl and that's it. And so the social worker says you have three days to change my mind that basically I'm the one they send in when things are bad and things are bad. So, you know, and, and what do you do? Right. So after this, obviously horrific situation, you know, like, Nani is really, really aware of, of what's at stake. And Lilo probably not so much, but kids... Yeah, Lilo, it's, it's yeah. kind of clear that, like, Lilo really doesn't know. And no. that Nani is, like, very specifically kind of not telling her because yeah. she doesn't want to stress her out. On the other hand, kids yeah. are extremely intuitive. They know mm. how adults are feeling, you know, and even if they don't understand it. So she knows that, that Nani is really stressed and upset with her. So the social worker leaves, door slams, they turn around, Lilo looks at her and screams and <laughs> runs away, right? And then they have this hilarious sibling fight. You know, yeah. it goes from being like the parent to, you know, they're like, uh, Lilo's like, uh, why don't you just get a rabbit then if you don't like me, you know, it, it, it'll, it'll be nicer than me and, and smarter. Yeah. You and know? then he's like, yeah, it would be. And then Lilo goes, and it would be more stinky like you. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, the door. and then she does this, which I've actually had this. <laughs> so oh, no. yeah, I've done, I, I did this once I did. I was just so like fed up with them and I'm like, go to your room. And, and, uh, Lilo's already in her room. So she opens her door back up and she's like, I'm already in my room. And she slams the door. <laughs> and that's when, as an adult, you realize that the situation is totally, totally ridiculous. Yeah. That you lost your cool again and you behave like, like, like the kid that you were trying to be the adult to. And that's when you just go cool down and like, I don't know, have some ice cream and chill for a bit. Because <laughs> yeah. that didn't go well, so try better next time. Yeah, and so then there's this this great scene where Nani, you know, scoops up this pillow off the couch and is just shrieking into the <laughs> pillow. And then there's you know the same scene of Lilo climbs onto her bed, grabs her pillow, and just screams into it. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And so later on, the t- time has passed. They both cooled down. Nani comes in with some food, and then Lilo hits you right in the gut with, "We're a broken family, aren't we?" Uh, you know, and and. Uh, and then he goes, no, yeah. well, maybe a little, you know, okay, maybe a lot. And then Lila goes, I like you better as a sister than a mom. Yeah. And uh, she goes, and you like me better as a sister than a rabbit, right? Like, and, and so Nani, you know, like comforts her and lets her know, yeah, of course, I'm not going to like get rid of you or, or anything. Mm. Um, and then that's when we see the, the picture wall with all, all the beautiful tourist Tourists. bodies. <laughs> but it's great. I really like it because it is. It's it's like it's a wall of body positivity. Mm-hmm. And something else we haven't talked about is like Nani. Uh Nani is not this, you know, svelte stick thin little no, you know, girl. Nobody actually nobody David. Yeah, David David's, is kind of like the Yeah, he's dude. scrawny. But yeah. like everybody, yeah, yeah, most almost everybody else in that movie is like is big. very round. Yeah, yeah, normal sized. I shouldn't say big. Like just actually normal sized. Uh, so that was nice, yeah. you know, without it being like, you know, without having to have like this, like hourglass figure, it's just like, you know, yeah. big, big thighs nice, and like, yeah, nice chunky in the behind. Yeah, I know. It's great. Yeah. It's really nice. Um, okay. So we're, we're, but also, oh yeah, we're getting, oh my God, we got yeah. so much to get through, but I know, I know we love this movie. Whoa, clearly. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You hear that? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Finally, we're getting another one. All right. Are, do we feel good about this? I don't I, know. I don't know. Well, well s- it's gotta be better than last time, right? I, maybe. Maybe. Hopefully. Okay. Let's yes. hear. Let's hear. Yeah. Girl Champlain. Girl Champlain. Girl Champlain. Girl Champlain. 
You're wearing my pink fuzzy bathrobe. Yeah, um, I, I just, I don't understand. I, those are things that you do in your room, in the broom closet. Yeah, so why, why are you here on the deck? Because I did you all a big favor. It was very cold, and it was very not warm like you like it, so, um, I, I did you a favor, and I gave you the little broom closet that was still warm, and I didn't like it, and the other space that was cold, like, I didn't purposely make it cold. I just yeah. accidentally chewed through all the hot water. Wait, and, uh... You're the reason that it's freezing in here? That we're, like, we're actually in most of our spacesuit just to survive on deck? I was hungry, and I had to eat the hot water in the metal. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so you so expanded out of the broom closet. Like, it's not just the deck, either. Uh, the kitchen... The mini golf tennis court is too cold. Yeah, we we can't go anywhere. Where are we supposed to go? Do you see that little broom closet over there? Yeah, that's yeah the, your broom closet. Your broom closet. I, well, I moved out, and there's about um, it's about the size for um, it's about the size for two people. About and uh, it's the only warm space in the entire spaceship. Wait, you've made it so that we will literally die if we take off our 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 spacesuits. Anywhere but the broom closet? Yes. Okay. Okay, girl I'm playing. This this isn't gonna work. This isn't gonna work. We yep. need to find we, we have need to, to find do something else. Carefully. We have to we have to we have to find a solution. What are we gonna do? I have actually had a very good solution. Okay. Here, take a look at this papier. Oh, oh but it's okay. like this is Wow, it's so big. It's this this paper is and like twenty feet long. Where did you even find this paper this long? It's in your I can't read this. This is in your language. Well, um What is it? Treaty. What is it? It's a, a treaty. A treaty? Yes. Well what does it say? Um it uh, it 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 um it says that if uh, if I get to make you cookies every week, I will get a lamp. I don't You're know. You're gonna make us cookies and we give you a lamp? 
Uh, yeah. I don't know if this is going to solve this whole we're freezing to death issue. Sure. Just, just sign it. it it's it's going to be all right. And what if we don't sign it? What are you going to do? And we get so that the broom closet is no longer warm. Oh, my God. So, we have to give you a lamp, and you'll bake cookies for us in this tiny room. But that, wait, this this thing is 20 feet long, and you're telling me that's, that's all it, it says? Uh, it, um, it, 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 oh, God, yes. it's even getting colder. Yes, wait, it's, it's wait. true. Wait, oh, no, can you, can you not make it colder in here, please? I, it, look, um... Okay, I, I guess we'll sign it, but but I like I guess we'll we'll just sign it. We'll, okay, will we'll you sign turn it. up the heat? I, if I'm we signing sign it, it, I'm signing it. Please just turn okay. up the heat. Okay. 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 I guess I'll sign okay, it too. Sign it. One second, yeah. I need to get something. It's very important if you want heat. One second. Okay. Okay. What's? How did this happen? We totally got screwed out of our ship. No, dude. But, but she just had the the, the broom closet. And now we're in the now broom we're closet. in the broom closet. How did, how did we that even happen? Okay. It happened so fast. Oh. This is called. It's a blue creature. What fuzzy? What ew? What is it? It's okay. Don't call it ew. It makes heat. Okay. See this? See this? It put your hands around it. It's like a. Oh, it's creepy though. What do we do with it? It is a. It's just a little thing, and you sit it up like this, like and then. It lets oh, off heat. pooping. What is it? Oh, gross. What, what? Oh, oh that's, to, we have to live with that? Oh, it's oh, on me. No. It's on me. The poop is on me. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. no. Okay. No, okay. No. no. This, no. no. You know what? No. No. Oh. no. This is, this is intolerable. That's this it. Is... I'm going to the broom closet. Forget it. I, I just need to Look what you did. Look what you did to Chelsea. Look, take, take your treaty. Take your treaty and take that little animal thing away. I'm, I'm out of here. Man, that is disheartening. Things have things have actually gotten worse. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I didn't really think that they could. It sounds like like we worked really hard to to help with the the great decolonization and now it's just like how quickly it can come back. Well, what it sounds like it sounds like you know we were busy trying to like kind of like educate and explain and. Yeah. In the meantime, you know, we just, we've kind of gotten the rug pulled out from under yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think, Oy. you know, discourse can only go so far, I guess. Right, and then, and then what? You just yeah. gotta, like, stop it from happening. Yeah, so. Oh, yikes. Okay, well. Well, I hope we're okay. I mean, you know, knowing us, we're gonna yeah, pull through. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we're gonna rally. Yeah, I, I, not really looking forward uh, to getting pooped on by some strange blue creature. But no, I mean, but at least we know it's coming. Yeah, and babies poop on me all the time, so Yeah, whatever. there you go. It can't be that much worse, I suppose. Uh, well, we'll see. Anyway. Maybe. Okay. Uh, okay, cool. Where right. are we? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, you know, they're... So, uh, Lilo and Nani are, you know, kind of making up, and they're snuggling, and it's really cute, and all of a sudden, this big green light flashes across the sky, and it's Stitch's ship crashing into forest and leo thinks it's a shooting star so she pushes nani out the door being like no no this this star is mine i'm gonna make a wish you can't be there you can't hear my wish yeah and so we're gonna skip through a little bit of this because we could discuss this movie in in complete detail but it's stitch stitch comes out uh very like freaked out by what's happening um you know is not very happy with some of the rain and, and he's in the middle of a road he gets run over and i guess that's enough to sort of like 
make him go and be unconscious for a little bit. And then animal control comes and gets him. Yeah. So next day, uh, Nani takes Lilo to go get a pet. Yeah. You know, like Lilo's sad and feeling like left out. And so she goes and gets her pet. Yeah. Right? It's going to be, it's going to be cute. They're going to go adopt a dog. Yeah. And of course Lilo picks the grossest <laughs> looking dog imaginable and Stitch decides he's going to pretend to be a dog. Yes. Uh, because the evil scientist and the mosquito scientist have come to, you know, capture him, him again. So yeah. he's going to use, basically, he's trying to use Lilo as a human shield. So yeah. he pretends to be a dog. So he, he sucks in, he right, he's got like six limbs. So he sucks in two of them. So he's like, you know, he, he's got four limbs, which is a bit more normal for Earth. Um, and then it, he, he actually speaks to Lilo. Uh, and, and Lilo picks him and takes him out. And he's like, oh, this, you know, my dog can talk. And, and the woman at the shelter is like, dogs can't talk. So Stitch is like, oh, yeah, okay. So yeah. mom's the word right yeah but there's this great like a uh, moment of like collusion between the adults because they're like okay what do you want to name the dog and she's like stitch and the woman's like that's not a name for a dog and, and he goes no 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 yeah. no it's totally you yeah. know and then not she, a name and uh, for a dog in iceland, iceland. <laughs> and here it's a totally real name yeah like yeah and how about we do more of that not telling people what real names are or what you can do and what you can't like if yeah. it doesn't actually impact anybody's health or safety. at all yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, so they go out, uh, Nani has to go to work, uh, so she kind of basically, like, gives Lilo a little bit of money and is like, you know, just don't play in the road and, like, be, you know, good and fine and all that. Which sounds, can sound bad, like, it looks bad, right? Lilo's, like, what, we figure about six years old and Nani's just leaving her, right? But as we soon discover when Stitch goes, like, roaming around the island, uh, that it, this is a small, small, small community. Yeah, there's right? not there's not much going on, and like yeah. honestly, up until pretty recently, and that was pretty like, normal. Yeah, yeah, probably like even now in a lot of places. Yes, you know, like I used to get locked out of my house mm-hmm. in the summer. Yeah, I was told you know don't come back till dinner because we're yeah. not going to let you in. Other adults in the community kind of keep an eye on you. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's fine. And, like, this seems, you know, obviously it's not fine to child welfare standards. Yeah. yeah but it's, yeah. it's fine to community standards, you yeah. know? Like, it's, there's no, there's no point, actually, at all through the movie where Lilo is in any sort of danger from other people. Which I think is the other thing that's really great about this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's none of that. Yeah. There's yeah. no, there's none of that stranger danger business. Yes. At all. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's uh, this... Uh, really great scene actually where yeah. these kind of like this, these mean girls yeah. kind of like roll up on their little trikes and uh, you know they're crossing the street or whatever and Lila runs up and you know she tries to make friends again because she's got this new dog and so she wants to show off her dog and yeah. she's like you know, and she apologizes yeah, yeah yeah I'm sorry I bit you uh, but look I got this new dog and obviously the new dog's really really creepy looking and so they're all like oh god that's the ugliest dog I've ever seen and then Stitch kicks the same white girl <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> off the bike and jumps on it and throws Lilo under the back of it and takes off. Yeah. It's so, so great. Good. So great. So good. So we're getting this sort of narration from the from the scientist, the evil scientist, who's saying, you know, like, uh, Stitch will be drawn to large cities where he will back up sewers, reverse uh, street signs, and steal everybody's left shoe. And so Stitch is looking for everything. And so he, he's flying on this, like, little trike from, from corner to corner of this small island. And, uh, and Lilo goes, it's nice to live on an island with no large cities. And he's just like, <laughs> no! you know thwarted thwarted in his purpose yeah so they they end up back at um uh nanny's work and nanny works at this like kind of like tourist establishment where you know uh people are you know spinning fire poi and uh you know wearing grass skirts and it's obviously kind of like just for the tourists it's not like authentic in any yeah way shape or form and so you know she's giving them dessert and that kind of thing and then you meet david and david is kind of like this 
you know, cute guy who obviously is very nice, obviously wants Hawaiian to go guy. With, yeah, yeah, Hawaiian guy who wants to go with Nani, but Nani, you know, she's got a lot on her plate. Yeah, she's, she's like, like, I can't. I, yeah, I got she's this. like, I, I can't really date right now because I'm busy trying to, like, Be keep my sister out of yeah. child welfare. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I like this point where, um, uh, like, so Lilo's sitting there and she draws a picture of Stitch and she's like, here, this is your badness level. It's unusually high for someone your size. We have to fix that. Right. And I feel like you really feel at the moment she's also talking about herself. Like, it's this super is, clinical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of, actually, a lot of what Lilo says to Stitch is very clinical. Yes. Like, she, it's pretty clear when their parents died, she spent a lot of time in counseling. Yes. Um, and it's never, you know, it's never explicitly said, which right. is the other great thing, but it yeah. comes really clear. No. Uh, so David, you know, David's like, you should go out with me. And Nani's like, no, David, I'm not going out with you right now. I'm pretty busy. And Lilo leans over and she's like, she likes your butt and your fancy hair. I know. I read her diary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. So the the um, the the evil scientist and the mosquito lover uh, are there just as tourists, as a tourist couple, and they try to kidnap Stitch, and then Stitch attacks them. Nani pulls Stitch off, and the commotion gets her fired. Yeah, and and I love her line. She's like, "Yeah, well, who wants to work at this fake you know, luau anyway?" Exactly. So she's just like, "Forget it." You know, she like she she makes mention of the you know the tourist industry, and this is not like authentic. And who yeah. cares, right? Who wants to work at the Indian casino anyway? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then so Lilo's like, "You know, is it my fault?" And she's like, "No, no, no." The managers of Vampire wanted me to join his Legion of the Undead, and Lilo's like, "I knew, I knew it. it, right?" So she protects her from like you know because it yeah it was kind of her fault, but it's also not her fault. Yeah, it's know? not it's not her fault. It was obviously a terrible job, and like, you know, you're a kid. You don't need to like. No, you, really you don't, don't need, need to, to know, know that. No, you you, you protect know, like your parent. Room. Yeah, your parent loses their job. Like, yeah, that's their problem. It can't be your problem. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. And there's no point in making a kid feel helpless about it. Yeah. So, um, glossing over it a bit, but basically, there's this this big montage of. Uh, well, actually, before this, uh, whole, you know, Stitch is, like, the worst. Yeah. Stitch, like, goes through, he's wrecking the house, he's, you know, wrecking Lilo's room, um, and finally, uh, Lilo puts a lay on him, and he just lays down, and yeah. he comes down. Yeah. Uh, and she says, you wreck everything you touch, why don't you try to make something for a change? Which yeah. was such a great line. Yeah, that's, yeah, That's, that's literally, that's, it's such a kid line, it's yeah. such a kid to kid, it's such a... You know, that's how you deal with that. Yeah. Right? Because, you you know, you get those You have those who, emotions and you gotta, yeah. yeah, you just can't sit there. Yeah. So, and that's when they introduce Ohana. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, Nani's talking about getting rid of Stitch uh, and, and you know, Lilo's like, Ohana. And uh, Nani goes, he hasn't been there that long. And Lilo's like, neither have I. You know, you know, Ohana means family. Nobody le- gets left behind. Uh, or forgotten. Or forgotten. Yeah, I like that. And so there's the, you know, so there, you, you know that their parents are gone, but you, you don't know how yet. Uh, mm. But it just, you know, so Lilo's just like, no, this person could become part of our family. We adopted him. We adopted him. We have a, we, we have a responsibility. You don't just throw out part of your family. Yeah. And Nani's like, ah, hey, when you use Ohana against me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, okay, so Stitch makes this model city and destroys it. And the, the evil scientist says, ah, 626, which is what he called Stitch, right? Cannot be taught to ignore its destructive programming. Um, and so this sort of struck me as one of the themes here, right? Mm-hmm. Like this inability to like, uh, to, to, to not be destructive, 
right? And so whether this is like, um, you know, like, you know, are we looking at stitches? I, I see stitches like a, if, if we're looking at metaphors, as sort of a product of, of colonization, yeah, of totally. disconnection, mm. right? So Lilo and Lilo and, and Nani are sort of rooted, right? They had family, uh, they've lost family, but they still understand certain things, right? Mm. They still understand these concepts. Whereas like Stitch literally has nothing. Like there's this line later too, um, you know, I never gave him a greater purpose. What must it be like to have nothing, not even memories to visit in the night? Because he like literally created Stitch. Mm. So Stitch is like this empty vessel. Um, and and you, you can create an empty vessel out of a human being by stripping them of their language, by stripping them of their culture, by stripping them of their purpose. And, and, and then, you know, once, once assimilation is the only purpose, there's nothing there's nothing more for you. There's nothing for you to self-actualize as a human being. Mm -hmm. And so to me, that's where Stitch is. Stitch is in that ultimate colonial disconnection where there's, you know, there's nothing, there's no purpose because Stitch is, Stitch is just... All there there is is like trauma and violence and racism and racism and racism and racism. And like, that's, you know, it's, you know, it's, that's what it is in the beginning. You know, he's, he's already been, you know tried and convicted yeah and then you're you're nothing you're just you're not for you're destructive yeah not even for any of his actions yeah but just because of who he of is his existence He's already an abomination yeah so uh so you know they decide they're gonna take they're gonna take stitch in they're gonna you know do their best and uh then there's this great and kind of terrible montage where nani's trying to get this job Oh. Um, because you know the, the social worker comes back and is like, "You need to get a job." Yeah, and, and like, I love your his... dog needs to be a model citizen. Yeah, <laughs> and I love his way of speaking. He's like, "Thus far, you've been sheltered in the harbor of, of my patients." Yeah, well, he's 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 got this beautiful, evocative yes. way of yeah. speaking. Yeah. I love I love Mr. Bubbles. Yeah. He was great. And and so yeah, his name is Bubbles, Cobra Bubbles, Cobra Bubbles. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got knuckle tats. Yeah, Lilo's yeah. like your knuckles say Cobra. It was the best. <laughs> and so Lilo is ha- has to tag along, right? Because mm-hmm. Nani can't leave her alone anymore right she'll be judged for that so she's trying to get a job with this six-year-old with her which you know you can't you can't even go shopping when you got a six-year-old with you much less like try to look like somebody you should hire yeah black black women have gotten arrested and put in jail for keeping their six-year-olds in the car while they try to get jobs exactly you know this is this is never going to work out no but then in the meantime lilo's trying to teach stitch to be a good citizen yeah because a social worker told her that her dog needs to be a good citizen a model citizen yeah uh, so she does that by trying to teach him to be like Elvis. Yeah, and, and it's it's hilarious. And it goes horribly, horribly wrong, of mm-hmm. course. So in the end, when everything has absolutely gone wrong, and the social worker is, has, is apparently like creepily like following them throughout this, social yeah. worker sort of sees the chaos. And uh, there's this nice moment where, you know, the tension has just gotten so bad. David shows up and is like, let's go surfing. So he just takes them out. And they're, you know, they have this moment where they're like, okay, yeah, everything's everything's gone bad. But right now we're just going to, like, be in the moment. We're going to be together. And, and we're just going to enjoy ourselves. Yeah, go surfing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're surfing and Stitch. Like, the his only weakness really is water because his molecular density is so high, he just, he can't swim. He sinks. Yeah. Uh, but he gets on the surfboard and he's having a really good time. And the sun's setting after this great day of surfing. And he finally convinces... You know, he gets up the courage and yeah. he, he convinces everybody to kind of like take him out onto a real wave. Yeah. And to be part of the group instead mm-hmm. of like just, you know, causing trouble at the, at the periphery. Yeah. yeah. So, so they're, they've caught the wave and they're, they're riding it down. And then the evil scientist busts out of the front of the wave and grabs him and pulls him under and he grabs onto Lilo and drags her under as well. Yeah. And it's this really scary moment, uh, where, you know, Nani and David pop up to the surface and are like, oh, holy crap. Like, you know, where's Lilo? And they grab down, they dive down, and uh, David grabs Lilo, 
and Nani kicks Nani Stitch. Kick Stitch. Yeah, to, to let go of, of, of Lilo. Yeah, because it looks yeah. like he's actually purposely dragging her, yeah. her under. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so so then uh, so Nani's got Lilo and is swimming to the shore uh, to safety, and David goes down to get Stitch, and and Stitch is almost drowned at this point, right? So uh, David brings her up, and they're on the beach. Uh, you know, the Stitch is fine; he's able to be revived. And there's the social worker; he saw the whole thing, and uh, you know, he's 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 saying to you know you need to think uh, about her best interest, basically. Like, best mm. interest of the child here, and maybe that's you out of the picture. Yeah, it, and, like, it looks like you need her a lot more than she needs you. Yeah, yeah. brutal, brutal. Because then at that point, too, you're, you know, you get you get her questioning, like, yeah, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I can't do this on my own. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm just, you know, keeping around to prove something to yeah. myself. And, like, yeah. just brutal. What but a it, brutal at thing no to point say to is, somebody. At no point is support offered. No. That's the thing. It's it's just like, well, you can't do it. You're a failure. We're taking her. Mm. Um, and that's it. No support is offered. And that's that's really a big issue in our communities right now is that's exactly what happens is removal is the first option mm-hmm. um, when it should be like the absolutely last option. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, and, and you can't tell me otherwise, not with the, the rates that we have. We've got more kids in care right now than, than we're taken in the height of the residential school era. And well, no I mean, matter, you're, you know, you're twice as likely to be taken out of your home if you're indigenous yeah. than if you're white twice. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it and that goes up if you're on reserve because yeah. of housing conditions that you can't control. Mm-hmm. Like those are to- those are conditions completely out of your control. And when it's there's too many people living in a house because there just aren't enough houses. You know, it, there's nothing you can do about it. But that's oh well. You yeah. know, them's the rules. Yeah. So yeah. So they're they're at home. Nanny Nanny has to tell her uh, has to tell Lilo that she's going to be taken in the morning. Um, and I, I, she can't, she sort of like alludes to it, right? She sings to her. She cuddles her. This is the part that makes me cry every damn time. Right. Um, and we learn that the, you know, the parents got killed in a car crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, yeah. So then at that point, Lilo, this is, this is the other thing that I like, this scene was really, really amazing where yeah. Lilo basically invites Stitch into the family yeah. and says like, you can be part of our family. Uh, but then says, you know, if you want to leave, you can leave. Yeah. But she's like, you know, I, uh, she says, you know, I hear you crying at night. You know, where are your parents? Uh, mine are gone. And I know that's why you, you, you wreck things and push me. So yeah. she understands Stitch is lashing out because he's hurting. Because she lashes. She, that's she an incredible amount hurting, yeah. of self-awareness, right? Mm. She, she lashes out because she hurts too. And, um, and he says, you know, yeah, be a part of our family. We'd raise you to be good. Uh, and, and he takes that ugly duckling book that he read earlier. Right. And, and then she says, so he's, he's kind of like leaving. He's not, I think he's just like, he can't deal with all this motion. Right. He's used to just like, just reacting. And so he's leaving and Lilo says, I'll remember you though. I remember everyone who leaves. (laughs) Seriously. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and so he, he goes out and he looks at this book and there's this one page of the ugly duckling where the ugly duckling is crying. I'm lost. And yeah, that's just like, that's the anger and dysfunction of colonialism, that disconnection again. Yeah. Uh, so then you get cut thankfully to like some, you know, action levitating up, yeah. humor a yeah. little bit, um, where the mosquito advocate is, he's like this kind of like anthropologist who's not actually ready for the reality of the situation. Yeah. He's never been in the field, right? Yeah. He's just studied the mosquito. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's in, he's camping, uh, and he's like, you know, this mosquito kind of like lands on his arm and he's like, wow, you know, a majestic mosquito. This is so amazing. And then another one lands. He's like, oh, two. And then like, they all start covering his entire body and he's like a whole flock. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're nestling me. Out. Yeah. They're nestling <laughs> me with their little, and then it pulls out of the forest and you just hear him screaming. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So funny. So funny. So good. Yeah. Um, 
And so then it cuts back. Nani's sitting at the kitchen table, just like staring at the clock, waiting for the social worker, like so brutal. Um, and you know, and then she hears this knock at the door, but it's, it's David and David's found Nani a job. And like, if Nani can get this job, you know, they've got a chance yeah. at least. So, you know, she grabs, she's got to make the choice, right? Yeah. So yeah, she grabs, she grabs Lilo. She goes, you know, just stay here. I'll be back in a couple minutes. Like, you yeah. know, just, just stay here. Don't answer the door for anybody. Yeah. 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 And yeah. So it's a, it's a desperate situation. She's got to go do it. And then on the way, uh, she's like, David, I owe you one. And he's like, oh, you can just date me and we'll call it even. And we're like, no, don't, don't do it. We were kind of rooting for you until this very second. But that was just like a gross thing to say. But also like, honestly, that kind of also subversively points to the power situation that like single mothers are in. Yeah, exactly. Where, you know, like nobody's offering you support to help you in, in the situation. They're threatening to take your kids um, yeah, if, if you, if you can find somebody who can help provide, you know, sometimes you're going to make choices that aren't the best for you just so that you don't lose your damn kids. Yeah. Or even, you know, like if, if you're in a job that you desperately need and your yeah. supervisor starts, you mm-hmm. know, sidling up to you and yeah, you can't quit that job. Yeah. You can't quit that job and you can't turn that boss down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, just, you know, stuff like that happens all the time. Yeah. That's but why it was so gross for him was, to say. I mean, like he's he's a good guy in this, but like it 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 just like that's it. You're in a really really vulnerable situation. And as a mother, like every time that I think about this, about like the possibility and and the, uh, of having your kids taken away, like I can't stand it. It just it's it's something I cannot stand to think about. Mm. Um, and yeah, you would do like anything to keep your kids. Yeah, and he like it was. Yeah, it was I think crazy. it was it was just kind of like this weird joke because he is kind of supposed to be this yeah. nice guy, but it was. Kind Damn. Of disgusting. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, of course, everything goes just straight to heck, right? Like, as soon as they're gone. <laughs> it goes straight to heck. <laughs> it's a kid's show, man. Dang I it. can't help it. <laughs> so, um, so uh, the, the, the evil scientist and the sidekick uh, have been fired, basically. So now they're just going all, you know, all out. Yeah, it's gone diehard. Yeah, exactly. And they go in there and it's a big, it's a big battle scene. They basically destroy the entire house. And then Nanny's at work. Right, yeah. she's coming out, and what happens? Uh, so, firstly, um, yeah, so they're in the process of destroying this house. Lilo manages to get to the phone and calls Mr. Bubbles and is like, hey, Mr. Bubbles, aliens have attacked, and they're trying to get my dog. And then her last line is something like, oh, good, my dog found the chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. And she hangs up, and you see Mr. Bubbles on the other end being like, wait, Lilo, don't hang up the phone. So he's yeah. obviously on his way. And then Nani walks out of this grocery store where she's just gotten this job saying, you know, like, I won't disappoint you. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. And this fire truck screams by sirens full blast. And she just stands on the side of the road and she goes, don't turn left, don't turn left, don't turn left. And of course they screech left, screech left. And it's just like, oh my God. And so she just takes off after it. The house is, is gone, gone, like mushroom cloud gone. Um, and, and there's the social worker putting Lilo into the car right to be taken away and she's just screaming like no you can't take her away i'm the only one who understands her you take that away and she doesn't stand a chance right yeah and that's the thing is she's lost her parents she's gonna lose her sister and that and that's it and she's you know we know her she's a weird kid and people don't like her and 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 that you know she behaves inappropriately sometimes because she she 
that's her way of coping with her grief and her loss. Yeah, or also, like, that also might just be the way she is. Yeah, exactly. She might just be a weird kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the weirdness, totally. Like, that's just how she is, right? Mm. But it's that coupled with, like, these destructive tendencies, right, Mm. means that she's probably going to be, you know, uh, she's going to be coded. She's going to be, like, all just all sorts of problems. Yeah, exactly. From the time, you know, from basically, you know, she's six years old from the time that she can remember now. Like, you know, just code after code after code. People telling her that she's this and she's not. And And she's she's not not this and she's not that. And And she's not going to last. In, a, in foster homes she's going to be moved over and over and over again because she's going to lash out and she's going to behave you know in ways to get her removed in the hopes that you know maybe she can go home right it's yeah. just gonna it's you know you know yeah you because know the there's cycle. so you, you know, know the, the cycle. cycle because you know yeah you know those you yeah. know those people the, those you are my cousins those are people in your family those are your friends yeah you know we all know those people yeah 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 and then you watch this happen to this little kid and it's awful and it's brutal yeah even though she's a cartoon i know it's, it's like, a god it's <laughs> like, no it's it this one i yeah i mean i love 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 this movie for so many reasons but i always find it very emotionally taxing yeah so she she runs lilo gets out of the car and runs away um and and she runs into stitch yeah stitch gives her sort of this like tattered picture of her family and she just looks at him and she's like you ruined everything um stitch reveals himself as an alien and she's just so You're angry one of them yeah, yeah. like she pushes him this. away uh and then they get captured yeah. uh because the big giant shark rhino police cop guy yeah. has come down to kind of finish the job and actually do the job yeah. um so stitch manages to barely escape but lila's stuck on the back of this ship yeah uh that's taking off into space and and nani runs out and the aliens are revealed to her and they decide that they're gonna work together to get yeah to get Lilo back because what I, what I love about that is mm. like so yeah Nani all of a sudden sees like all this alien activity sees her sister like kidnapped by you know this alien ship she's she sees that huge captain guy and then these other aliens and everything and you know she she must be absolutely reeling but in the entire time all she cares about is Lilo she's like okay you know yeah, what Nani knows what's up I'll deal with this like this is what you know but I'm gonna deal with this after I you know so it is she's like very very like she's a, she's an awesome parent yeah. she's an awesome parent and she cares about Lilo more than she's she, scared. And also, like at the end of the day, she's a badass indigenous woman. Yes. Like you, you just know, you just know that Nani has been dealing with shit from day one, yeah. and this is just the latest in a series of unbelievable shit that she's been dealing with. Yeah. Like she's like, this she gets mad get first. She's like, yeah. whatever. <laughs> just yeah, like, she's going to take care of business, and then she's going to flip out. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, Nani owns, uh, yeah. and basically, you know, there, then there's this really protracted um, kind of like chase scene, battle scene, chase scene, and of course, at the end. Uh, you know, the family is is kind of reunited on the beach when the Galactic Councilwoman shows up. Kind of like the the supreme cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just super, super punitive. Um, you know, get on the ship, Stitch. Everybody's like, going to jail. Everybody's going to get punished. Yeah. Yeah, and Stitch doesn't resist anymore at this point. So Stitch at this point has sort of been redeemed, right? Mm. Stitch has been accepted into the family. Um, Stitch saved uh, Lilo, and, and, and it has a purpose now. And the purpose is, like, to be in a family and to, like, see how that, that plays out. But then he totally doesn't resist when mm. they're, like, they, they got him, like, lock, you know, they got him in, in, you know, paw cuffs or whatever. And they're, like, okay, you're going to jail forever and ever. And he's, like, okay. You know, he's all meek now. And, yeah. and that bothered me because it's, like, what, like... I, like maybe okay i can see one point like you know he, he so he's found a purpose and that that's enough to soothe him you know that's like okay okay i don't have to be so angry anymore i have a purpose even if i yeah, can't carry it, it was out also yeah it was also this very weird contrast with lilo because lilo you know is about to get taken away and she does everything that she can yeah. resist she yeah she gets out of there she runs away right you know she's she's doing everything that she can as a child to do this and yeah. then stitches in the same situation and now because suddenly he's like 
quote unquote good, good. Yeah. he's also become super pacified. Right. Which is, I found that really, really problematic. Like, yeah. yeah. So the idea that if you're good, you're, you're pacified and you accept your fate and okay, it's not fair, but I'm not going to fight. You know, that this is the sort of the onus that's been put on us too, um, as indigenous people is like, we always have to be the noble ones. We have to be the saints. We have to, yeah, no we matter. Self-sacrificing we, yeah. in the face of injustice. Exactly. We have to suffer the slings and arrows and just like, and, 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 you know, we can't ever uh, block roads or, or be, you know, impatient or rude or, you know, ha- I mean, take even, a tone. I'm or, not even just you know? impatient, but like, you know, it's not even just that we can't be impatient. It's that we, we have to be so patient. We can be, we can have our communities have no running water for decades. Yeah, no literally clean decades. water for yeah. decades. Our kids being taken away at yeah. unbelievably high rates for decades with absolutely no support, yeah, no, no services. Yeah. And if we try to do even one little thing to speed up the process... Yeah, that's it. We that's don't it. see them again. There's no chance. There's yeah. a, like there's no chance. Yeah. There's going to be no chance. You know, we have yeah. to go back into that passive state again for more decades yeah. before we even get back to where we were. Like, yeah. it's outrageous. Yeah, it is. And so that really... That really stuck in my craw yeah um i i think it said some bad things but then as you said property law saves the day yes it does because in the end uh lilo bought stitch and the aliens can't take him because that would be stealing and everybody loves this outcome because they you know they're they're very like letter of the law uh civilization so okay you know they they wanted to they wanted this to work out because they realized oh these you know he's formed attachments but it comes down to property property law like the stitch is my property. Like that's, that's, what's going to save us. That's what, that's what is going to keep us unified. Like gag yeah, gross. That's weird. Like that, that. I mean, we can go to all sorts of levels with that. You could go really deep into yeah, this like and adoption it, it, yeah. papers and also like, Oh yeah. Capitalism. Slavery Thanks, capitalism. And like, yeah. Just gross. Gross. But whatever. Anyway. Um, so then, you know, then there's this sort of like, you know, the, the, the ending sort of montage of them being a family and everything. And, and what I like about this is like, all of a sudden everything's improved, but why? Because now there's community support. Now mm. it's not just Nani and Lilo, it's Nani and Lilo and Stitch. And they show Stitch doing things like making meals, cleaning up, packing lunches. You've got David. Pulling his weight. <laughs> yeah. You've got David in the picture doing, you know, various things. And, and you, you have see, Mr. Bubbles. And you have Mr. Bubbles checking in. You've got, you've even got the, the evil scientist and, and, uh, and, and the sidekick helping them out you've got you've got like community now and and you see as as the pictures go you know as as time goes by they become more and more affluent but can we also can we also talk about like the whole thing with mr bubbles really weirded me out so at the end that you find out that mr bubbles is former cia he was at roswell in 1973 he actually knows the galactic councilwoman so they have this weird rapport and the galactic councilwoman says okay well stitch is permanently exiled to earth yeah uh to live out his life in this family and this family's going to take care of him so now mr bubbles has not only does he have the kind of like social work reason to be around, but he also has this CIA reason. Yeah. And so like, he's kind of in the picture as this Forever. like surveillance yeah. mechanism slash support person. But it's also like the only way that you can get support in this situation is if you become protected by like the intergalactic yeah. federation, yeah. like United Federation, like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's the only time was, you're going to get was, support. Yeah. That was such a bizarre lesson. Yeah. Like I really, you know, I was, I was loving this movie up yeah. until the end. And then I was like, what is actually the lesson here? Cause yeah. the lesson here obviously is like families, you important. know, you keep, you keep yeah. your family together no matter what you yes. do your absolute best, no matter the circumstances. But the only way that the, this family is able to do that is through yeah. these, 
not only external mechanisms, and totally but unrealistic, but yeah, terrestrial yeah, mechanisms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, bizarre. That's, that's how far it has to go to keep your family together. I mean, it feels that way sometimes. I, I think, mean, it is that know? way, frankly. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's let's be real about yeah. how systemic this is. Like yes. this, that it like it would take that. It yeah. would take you know, these aliens with this unbelievably advanced weaponry and technology and super carceral punitive mindset yeah. to, to stop this from happening. Yeah. You know, not the only thing, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're going to stop it. Yeah. But holy crap. This like, yeah, heavy stuff. Eh? Yeah. Heavy very, stuff. very strange ending to this movie. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I doubt that that was <laughs> very well understood. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So what do we vote? In? Oh, yeah. So let's rate this. Okay. So we're rating this out of snotty white girl bikes. We all <laughs> wanted one as a kid. Oh, man. Yeah. And Lilo or one, one of those, one of those like, uh, you know, th- those those cars with the motors. The car- yeah. Oh, and then, like tiny cars yeah. where you can drive them. Oh, man. my God. I want to saw those in those. like the Sears catalog and never, ever, ever got one. Well, no. No, of course not. Nobody, nobody ever got one. No, some people got them. Like who? I don't know. Rich people. Well, okay. But they're like, even, they're like, even I'm talking about like real people no, that we actually knew. Not even like, time. not even like super rich, but just even like some of the, like the middle class white kids like out in the country, you know, some of them had those things and I, and I thought they were rich at the time, but now I realize like, you know, their parents were just like teachers or like, you know, middle managers, like not even like, these were not even like really affluent people, but that like, but everybody out there, everybody else out there was just so poor that in like comparison, you know, yeah. like we thought they were millionaires. Yeah. <laughs> like, yikes. You know, I wanted, I wanted a Jeep. I would have taken a Barbie dream car, <laughs> so, you know, I would have taken anything. I just, like literally anything. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, but anyway, I guess like second best to uh, those like mini motorized cars that we like be real you totally want i don't yeah. care how much of an environmentalist you, you are you now, like you wanted it yeah uh so but anyway we're not rating them out of those we're rating them out of snotty white girl bikes yeah uh so uh it's one to five one snotty white girl bike is the movie was so bad you would never recommend it to anyone you want to vomit every time you think about it you want to vomit nuts and bolts like a robot uh number five five snotty white girl bikes is it was incredible not quite good enough to recommend to your grandmother but pretty dang good chelsea Oh, you know what? I think I would recommend this to my cookum. I would definitely watch this with my cookum. Whoa! In I fact, mean, I think I have. That's its whole other. I know. I know. Category. That's. I, I know, but I. But I have. You know. Right. And and talk about some of these things. And and cry at all the points where Disney wants you to cry. And maybe cry at the points that Disney doesn't even realize you're going to cry at. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But also like happy happy sentimental crying and also then like ang- angry rageful crying. Yeah. Really really ugly crying. Yeah. 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 Because no. like Disney accidentally hit some things Ooh. that it didn't mean to, but then yeah. did, and yeah, it's I just pouring into your heart like a drill. Exactly. I think the the portrayals of indigenous people um, in in a modern context there was no there was no hokey spiritual crap um, you know I, I I don't like the fact that they never addressed the indigeneity and maybe the spiritual crap was left out because they're not recognized as indigenous okay fine but I still like the fact that you know uh, they, they you know the the fake luau thing was was talked about uh, that's not authentic um, the language use was still there um, you know even if it wasn't for everything that they were speaking maybe they're not all fluent but it, the language use is there um it, it dealt with a lot of situations that uh, that our communities are dealing with right now and and just the the fact that it was all very much focused on um realistic families with a very realistic portrayal of a troubled little girl dealing with loss and grief um and her sister just trying to like do her best like yeah that to me it it, it hits everything i want to see in a movie um without like without dragging me down into like despair so yeah i would definitely watch that with my cocoa Cool. Yeah. Um, wow. That's yeah. the first one. That's probably the only one. It might we're be the only one. Get. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, considering what else is on our list yep. this season. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a 4.5. Mm-hmm. Uh, snotty white girl bikes, um, and for all of the reasons that you said. Uh, the, yeah, I don't really honestly have like a lot to add to that. I think you you hit all the main points with it. Um, you know, the portrayal of of Lilo, the way that she she talks to Stitch, like the language that she uses, like the way that her mind works and her personality mm. is all super super well developed. Kind of the, some of the most the more systemic issues are are dealt with, you know, with varying degrees of you know competency, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. or like analysis that I would agree with. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say the main things are like. I really didn't like David that much. Yeah, David was kind of a putz. Yeah. And and the idea that she out she needed David, you know, like but I mean yeah. Nani's gonna get some too, right? Like whatever. Nani, I, yeah, like that's that's one of the things as like, I she liked of, his butt before. You yeah, know? she liked his butt and his and fancy, his fancy hair. hair. You know, like we've all had somebody we yeah. like their butt and their fancy hair. Fancy go. hair is a it's bonus, a right? Yeah. Uh, but you know, like I, I would have liked to see, and maybe this is just because like I at this point kind of identify more with Nani. Yeah. Uh, like I would have liked to see a little bit more from Nani because she's, you know, she's got a lot on her plate. Yeah. And that's kind of like never really, yeah. you know, she's always like the, you know, she's strong. She's there. She's supportive. It doesn't really go into the fact that she's also dealing with this. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of that, this huge responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess like, yeah, I guess the, the minus 0.5 comes for me just mostly at the end where it's Mm -hmm. like, what, what is this movie trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. It kind of, it becomes really confused. Yeah. And I'm not entirely sure. Like what happened there in terms of like if this was intentional if like they ran out of time or money or like the writer just didn't get it or like what um but overall like by far the best thing yes yes and and we needed it i needed that little break yeah (laughs) feels good we can get back into it for another three seasons yeah there you go two and a half seasons well thank you so much for joining us today on this very special uh episode of metis in space 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 Open to the square, keep your kisses on, make tea in space, space.